So just a few weeks ago, Sipo, who's one of our anti-racism trainers, said, Rebecca, I'd love to interview you. And I was like, why? Um, he felt perhaps I have an interesting story to tell about strawberry words. So that's what's happening. I'm not the host of this episode. So in a moment, I'm going to hand over to Sipo. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that's it. And he, this won't be his only episode. He's got more in him and I think he's a fantastic host. So uh, this is the Coffee and Anti-Racism podcast. My name is Rebecca, CEO of Strawberry Words. But today I'm not the host. That's Sipo in Lovu. And we are in. Um, yeah, firstly, th thank you so much for allowing me to co-host. Um, You're very welcome. <laughs> it, really is, it really is an exciting opportunity, um, uh, you know, just to talk to you in in, in this way. I think it, it's important to, to, just to have the space itself. Um, yeah. Have to have a bit of a back and forth, actually. Um, and I get to ask you some questions. And I guess we both get to reflect. Yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully on um, delivering anti-racism trainer. So me as a newbie, Yes, and, and I gotta, a... I've got to say, like, <laughs> who are you for the, for the people that are listening? They want to know yeah. who are you. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> I'm just this voice that's just appeared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am Sipo, Sipo Eric Njobu, a Birmingham-based performance artist and and writer, um, mm. and now anti-racism trainer. An amazing um, one at that. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, I've, 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 I've learned over the years, um, work, working as a performer um, who, who had interest in academia and, and making um, uh, museum art gallery spaces and other um, education institutions, trying to make them more accessible and inclusive. Yeah. Um, that you know, that there's ways, that there's creative ways that you can do that, and trying to have conversations that sometimes people um, find difficult. And yeah. I think that, 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 that that's where, um, you know, my, my values aligned in, in terms of working with, with strawberry, strawberry words. Can I just say, actually, just for those who are listening. Oh, well, by the way, again, I'm Rebecca Hemmings, the CEO of Strawberry Words. Um, so how we met was that <laughs> there was a race conference on um, Brig, um, mm -hmm. had organized Birmingham Race uh, Impact. Group? Yes, something that's like it. That. Correct. Yeah. I get it right. Yeah, that's it. yeah. Um, they were hosting a conference, and Sipo was the host of that conference. And so I'd never met Sipo before, but um, this guy like, held the room. He was engaging, and they were talking about race, and he was all like jovial. Mm. And I was sitting there. I've got to be honest, and I, I've said this to you before, Sipo. Like <laughs> I was sitting there, just like thinking, mm -hmm, when this gets serious how is he going to handle that? Because it's one mm -hmm. thing to be a jovial presenter and kind of keep everybody comfortable, but what's going to happen during the uncomfortable moments? You mm -hmm. held the space so beautifully. And I just thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> like I don't know this guy, but for him to be able to do that, to be able to still, you know, capture the audience's attention, but then reflect back some of the really serious nature of racism um, based on things that speakers had said, that's a skill. Yeah. And though, that's the kind of skill I want in trainers. And so that's when we had a conversation mm. and, you know, you know, the rest is history. But um, yeah, you have something amazing and that's that's why you're here. I, re I, really, I really appreciate that. Um, mm. And uh, I'm interested to find out about 
why you're here and how you got here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And I have some 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 thoughts around that. But um, um I, I know you know a, a lot of this work. Um, you know, I, I, I've given it a lot of reflection, um, and a big part of it is being um, present mm. in your, your current circumstance and yep. things that you've you've been through, and and the way that you want things to go. Yeah. Um, so, in, in line with that, with just being present, uh, mm. just starting off, how 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 are you today? How am <laughs> yeah. I today? Oh no! Like, because I'm gonna tell you the truth, and like, oh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, how... <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm of the age where I'm perimenopausal. So what mm-hmm. does that mean? That means that um, I'm, I struggle sometimes to handle as many things in my mind as I, as I want. Before it wouldn't have been a problem. Now I'm like, okay, just make sure you focus on one activity. So right now I'm good. But later mm-hmm. on when I've got to juggle 10,000 other things, I'm going to struggle. So that's what goes. That's that's where I am right now. I'm like, okay, I can feel my, my, my joints are aching a little bit. But you know what? I'm actually... I'm actually in a great place also because I'm in great company. And I, and I know that sounds like really icky, but I mean that, like, because mm-hmm. I think when things aren't perfect, you really appreciate the moments and the people around you that do help to bring light into your environment. And so, so yeah, at the wow. moment, as much as I'm like, I'm also, <laughs> I feel good. Yeah. Um, amazing th- 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 thank you um for that i really do appreciate your honesty Im- Im- immediately. <laughs> you know i'm gonna give it to you honestly <laughs> <laughs> um, um I- I- and i'm gonna touch back, back on that mm. in a second but um I- as you have done um I- i'm also good over here yeah oh yeah how are you yeah no um, um no I- i'm i'm good you know yeah. uh, i um um i'm feeling quite rest um yeah. but um that's it, 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 um, i'm trying to find the balance of um i'm not resting to the point that i'm not uh, um you know d- d- doing work in like the general sense mm. um uh and yeah like, like uh, but i'm resting in the way that I, 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 i'm still motivated so, so i guess for yeah. me um since my career i'm, I'm still f- 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 figuring out that balance yeah. because a lot of the work that i do i really enjoy so yeah. whenever i rest i almost sh- shut off Okay, um, but so, isn't that good yeah, sometimes? Absolutely, but yeah. um, uh, it, 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 when I shut off, it's about how do I come back? Okay, um, okay, I hear you. I, as opposed to when I'm working and then I'm, I'm always working yeah. and not yeah. and not resting. So I hear you. trying to figure all that out. But okay. you're smiling, I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're in a good place. We're here, and and uh, what I wanted to touch back on because I having um a shadowed you, mm. um that's why you know um I, I, as, as I was um training to be an anti racism trainer and we, we can mm. talk a bit more on that on that process but um you know I think one of the things which I saw which was quite effective of what you would do in a room was mm. you would bring your, your your real self into that room and mm-hmm. and, and you do bring your 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 your, your, your real self yeah. Um, I, 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 I mean, I guess when you are training and that you're doing that piece of work, mm. um, do, do you um, have a limit almost on on how much of yourself? Do oh yeah, you, you bring into that training. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is there is such thing as giving too much information, and so if mm. um, if I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, there have been times when I I have given too much information. I've, I've had to have a conversation with myself afterwards, like you really didn't have to go that far, Rebecca. But no, I and I can't even. Tell you what the boundaries are other than 
I know that if I share this piece of information, I'm going to make somebody feel really uncomfortable. I don't want to do that. That's not why I'm sharing. Mm -hmm. The reason why I'm honest, well, I think it's it's good to be honest anyway, but um, particularly in a training context, why it's useful to be so honest is because it helps you to um, engender a sense of trust. Because yeah. if you are yourself and you show yourself not to be perfect, to, you know, to have flaws and to, you know, have moments that are less than ideal, it gives permission for other people to do the same. Um, and also people just, it, it, I know I, I was a TV presenter and I learned that through presenting that if I wanted people to open up to me, mm-hmm. I have to just, be, number one, be as relaxed as I can be, but to be as real as I can be. And so they can, people can feel that realness. I think it comes with theatre as well. Again, mm-hmm. when you're, you know, you will know my background or people who don't know for people who don't know my backgrounds in theater so when you're acting and you want to engage an audience get rapport with an audience you they feel your energy and the only way they can feel your energy is if your uh, your performance is as real as it can be obviously it's always an act um yeah. in that context but if you know when i'm when i'm angry i'm really feeling that anger as a performer for instance you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i'm just saying that I think over the years through my various roles, I've learned that just show up as genuinely as possible because it opens you up to getting that from somebody else. Yeah, um, and I, I really do agree with that. And I think especially in a trainee, a trainer or facilitator position, um, mm. how you actually are that day um it really does make a difference because yeah. i think when people are um hearing and heeding information from you mm. um, i think people i believe people can actually tell the difference between what you yeah. believe and what you don't believe listen we yeah. are in a for want of a better phrase a bs society where everybody's okay. trying, <laughs> trying to get one over the other person unfortunately you know so people are very sensitive to that now and so mm. when someone's being genuine it's actually quite refreshing and i think people just naturally see and feel that you know mm-hmm. yeah. so um strawberry words um mm-hmm. as, as far as i see it um just continues to plant thousands of seeds mm. um lots of the way that you are meeting so many different people and the work that you, you're, you're doing but um, um one of the ways that you you're i guess um sprouting onto a new new venture is by building this team now mm. um, Mm-hmm. Of, of facilitators um and, and i know you would have you, you, you know you would have started to make mention of this in previous episodes mm-hmm. but what, what 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 does it mean for you you know in this in this point of strawberry words um career position for, yeah for you to start building this, this this team um obviously it means that we can really scale up we can offer more to organizations because it's not just about um me and, and you or karen just the, the few people that are there delivering the training um but it just means that yeah we can have many more people doing the work and the way that we do the work is quite special um so it's 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 an honor to be able to say look yeah we you know we can we can adhere to your request or we can go for bigger contracts and reach more people uh and you know because ultimately that's what it's about you know, why do we do this work? We do this work because we want ethnic minorities to not have to face racism within the workplace, okay? And we know that the way we do the work is very effective at 
opening people's eyes to the reality of racism beyond the obvious forms okay yeah. so at the moment with a, with a small team we're very limited we've got the online mm-hmm. stuff which is great also so by making the team bigger we can then influence more people we can create more change and that's what it means um mm-hmm. and it also means for me as as the ceo that uh, I get to strategize more. I get to think more and be a bit more creative about thinking about the direction of the company as opposed to dealing with the day-to-day stuff. Because we're also mm. hiring for hiring a sales manager. I have to say that. They should go on the website. Um, we're hiring a sales manager. Again, it would just take some work off my plate and just mean, because I'm a creative person. I like being creative. And yeah. Um, yeah, it just gives me room to do that. Hey, I know you're enjoying the podcast episode, but I just want to quickly come in and say, look, if you're an organization that needs anti-racism training for your organization because your staff are lacking in a racial literacy, they don't have the words, they get stuck when talking about racism, they want to be able to deal with incidents, but they're not sure how to, then check out our Time to Talk About Race online CPD accredited course at strawberrywords.co.uk. Okay, we can train from 10 to 10,000. But get in touch today at admin at strawberrywords.co.uk. Now back to the episode. Room to do that. Amazing. Um, it, 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 it's so exciting to just hear of, of these next steps. And I feel like everyone who's listening right now is getting insight into, um, I want to say the beginning, you know, the beginning building blocks, but Strawberry Words has been going, you know, it, it truly does have a legacy already. A long, time, <laughs> a long time. Yeah, but you know what, though? It still feels like it's a baby. And I'll tell you why. Even yeah. though this year Strawberry Words will be 10, mm-hmm. um, when we when I first started the earlier version of Strawberry Words, which was Harvey Arts, that was 2002. Um, so, you know, that's a long time ago. Um, and then also, you know, I've said this numerous times in 2017, I got cancer. And so I kind of down tools for a bit. So Strawberry Words wasn't really in action for a good two years. So mm-hmm. really, we're kind of like, we've been rebirthed, if you like. Mm-hmm. And so we're four years into that rebirthing. And so, yeah, it, it's it's picking back up. It's picking back up. And yeah, it's good. We're making We're making change, which is great. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> um, okay, so w- when it comes to the training itself, um, mm. something I wanted to discuss with with you, and mm. um, because I, as, as I've been listening to the to, to the podcast as well, as, as well, and then obviously having other conversations, um, I, I wanted to re- reflect on what it actually takes out of you, and what mm. does it take to deliver anti racism training. Good question. Um, because it, it is physically tiring. It takes a lot of energy to be able to deliver training. Um, not just because you're physically standing and moving around, but because you are being present, you're being honest, you're having to manage people's expectations, you're having to manage what people already know and what they don't know. You're having to manage people dealing with having their values system just kind of like turned on its head and people wow. dealing with challenging questions which perhaps they'd never considered before or you dropping a piece of knowledge that you know they realize that whoa this thing is bigger than I thought it was you have to manage all of that you know so when you've got like 25 people in a room and all people all these people are having their all these different responses you have to hold that you have to manage that you know when people people have got questions you've got to be able to answer those questions or to be able to you know 
it, sometimes people get upset, not often, but sometimes people get upset, whether that's because um, some people feel guilty, some people are angry at you, at me, mm-hmm. for saying what you said. Um, um, you know, you're constantly wanting to deal with what's going on in the room, but also ensure that every single person feels psychologically safe. And that's yeah. a lot. That takes a lot of energy. And also on top of all of that, you're having to take care of yourself. You're having to manage yourself as a facilitator, as a trainer, um, because we're all human beings. You know, somebody could say something and, and you realize, oh, they're not quite getting it. And then you're trying to find the ways to respond to that or, you know, there have been incidents where people have been just downright racist, um, yeah. not necessarily intentionally. Sometimes it's been intentionally. And it's, I, mean, I must say, it's, it doesn't happen that often. But it, when it does happen, you have to deal with that and try and take care of yourself in the moment. And so oh. um, it's, it's tricky at times. But also on the other side of the coin, oh, it's incredibly rewarding just because again it's a psychological nature of the training most people who come to the training sessions they are there's there's some sort of transformation I'm just Mm -hmm. going to say that and that's just not me saying that that's in the evaluations and that's in the repeat clients that we get um there's always some sort of change this is not your standard you know learn about the law and racism this is personal because, it, because none of us can be completely objective when we're talking about race. So this is personal and professional work that people have to do. And so when I get people coming up to me afterwards and saying, oh, thank you so much for that. You know, or can I ask you this particular question? Or um, it was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I always get nervous when I go to look at the evaluation forms. <laughs> I, I read not always still 9.5 times out of 10, the evaluation forms are incredibly positive. Yeah, incredibly positive and to even so even just that is like oh that's that's amazing like we're really making change <laughs> when, I read, when I read yours you know recently when you did um I'm just gonna say it strike a light yeah. when you yeah. were there and I was Loved reading it. your when I was reading the evaluations <laughs> for yours because you know it's one thing reading your own you can kind of hold any disappointing comments but really, reading mm. it for a trainer you know that's that's really hard because I think about your feelings and, and then I think about <laughs> my feelings and I think about the company but then when I read them and yours were just like mine in fact, I actually mm. say, like, you were like, you got like 9.9% positive comments. I was like, what? <laughs> it was amazing. So when that happens, it just feels like, yes, we're making a difference. People are listening. We're making change. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got all of that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, 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 I can obviously Im- imagine. And I think that this is, it gets to this point when you are uh, running your business, you know. Mm. Um, um, and you're running it, um, you know, with, with such a small team, and you're having mm. to do everything. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, not um, much longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, because n- n- now is the time for for for, for these new changes, and mm. and I, f- I feel like I, I've been n- n- noticing, you know, so, so for, for context, um, we have been talking, I guess, about um my involvement, um, mm. probably since January. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 To twenty twenty three this year, and you know, yeah. So that that's been my um my onboarding, you know, effectively, yes. and like getting resources yeah. and training. Um, and I've always been inquisitive, you know. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, it hasn't only been um what you've been saying to me, which I've heard, and um, mm. it's been everything else as well, you know. Mm. Um, I've been picking up a lot more. Um, and I think what 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 what, what I am interested in is uh, um is the language around all of this because um mm. 
it's it's a business and it's a service being provided to organizations Mm. Mm. but it's also so personal um Mm. and not just because objectively you are a a black woman and delivering activism training Mm. it's more than just that um and i'll be honest with you i'm still trying to i'm still trying to figure out what what that is and I wonder oh, if you could come on. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like oh, you're going deep. Okay. Like yeah, yeah, I do, yeah, I do. I do, yeah. I do. Um and that's really yeah, that's um that's a great question. Um I've always been a person who will want to champion the underdog. You know, um when I was in secondary school I was bullied sometimes. Um, I've always been someone who's been deemed different, even within my own community at times, just because I mm. think I don't think like everybody else. I, that's just the way I've been made. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's just meant over the years that people haven't really understood who I am. Um, and so that's kind of left me having to defend myself over the years. Okay. Um and, and I think as well, like, even as an adult, you know, I've always run my own business. It's, I've always done that. I've always been fairly successful. Not everybody can understand what that is. And not everybody can relate to that. And sometimes that either leaves you, yeah, it can leave you as a target of somebody else's frustration, just keeping it real. And so mm-hmm. I think part of my drive is just a desire for fairness for wanting everybody to be treated well regardless of whatever your identity is it's just like just be nice I want people to be nice to each other right you know because why wouldn't you be and and I just feel like you know certainly in the last five years or so um you know society has changed it has become a lot more hostile and um yeah I don't like it I don't like it um so I suppose if if I wasn't talking about I mean now these days I find myself talking a lot more about women's issues as I realize more and more how um patriarchy has an influence over women's lives so you know Mm -hmm. my my Mm -hmm. focus certainly my personal life is is on that but it can be anything like it really can be anything like I'm the kind of person like I'm a ch- I was when I was a child we used to have two different sets of knives and forks and I, my job was to like dry um, the knives and forks and pack them away mm-hmm. like so if there was <laughs> this is gonna sound really silly <laughs> but so I said there were like the pattern knives and knives and forks and there were the, the plain knives and forks if I saw one fork that was patterned by itself I'd want to put a, a different fork next to it <laughs> by itself right, so yeah. you know I just I don't know that there's, there's just something and about just wanting everybody to feel that sense of fairness everybody to feel as though that they belong and that they yeah. matter and they're important um because I guess I haven't always felt that way yeah yeah wow um that's a that's a huge insight um to me Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure it will be for everyone who knows you, you know, um, because you are um, um, a public facing, you know, person, you know, like you you are um, celebrated um, and, and so is Strawberry Words. So getting that that background um, because you are quite open, but there's, there's um, bits of which I haven't heard before, actually. Yeah, you know? I don't think I've ever um, said that publicly before. I don't think I've said that to anybody, <laughs> but, you know, keeping it real, that's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you, thank, thank, thank you for that. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't take it for granted having, having heard how you were um, empathetic, um, mm. effectively towards um, an inanimate object such mm. as, a, as, as a fork or a pattern knife. <laughs> um, and that, that, I think, I think that that says a, a lot. Uh, um, so, so um, you know, I, I have like lists of. Of questions because I, I stay curious and reflective but um, I, I just want to end it with um, one more that's okay yeah that's okay <laughs> um, yeah. yeah you know just just um, yeah but bear in mind with the um, listeners as well um, and this is actually a question which um, would have come from s s someone who uh, at, at the end of, of of a session that I, I recently led mm. um, and, and, and they, they came to me at, at the start of the session and they asked the mm. question and mm. then we had a bit of a conversation at, at the end of the session as well. Okay. Um, so, so this was actually um, a person of colour mm -hmm. um, who, um, yeah, who, who had taken part in this uh, um, training mm -hmm. um, and what they, what, what they asked me as a facilitator, as a representative of Strawberry Words um, mm. was that the, um, they wanted to check if the workshop was designed in a way that the the person of color or any people of color in the room would mm. feel like some sort of of spokesperson for every oh, single person, okay okay yeah every single person of color in in the world yeah. Yeah. um i of course um reassured them but yeah. um what I, I yeah i wanted to bring that you know to your attention mm. um and just because the way that you have actually de designed um the, the, the anti-racism program mm. um is so um opposing you know and making anyone feel as though that they have to speak for a whole mm. a whole community mm. um and yeah just just just, just a, a final point on um how do you manage to keep so many people in mind mm. um whilst you are build, building your programs okay um yeah <laughs> good question so again this the origins of how we work now comes co goes back to theater so when we were learning you know i've worked with many large theaters and we were taught about having a child-centered approach when delivering workshops and it's, so it's the same sort of thing is it's a person-centered approach when delivering sessions so you don't want to make people feel unnecessarily uncomfortable of course when you're talking about racism there's going to be a level of discomfort and we talk about that at the beginning but even just prepping people is part of how you manage that right by warning them about what might what they might feel and what's to come so understanding that they are the center their feelings mm, to a certain degree are what's at the center of the sessions and particularly ethnic minority people um because you know if the, our aim is that ethnic minorities um face less harm as a result of racial bias we would be doing them a disservice in re-traumatizing them if we were delivering sessions and expected those people to speak that that doesn't make any sense so it's it's certainly holding this space for um ethnic minority people and you know one, one of the things we do is we issue a um like a pre-training uh, document for ethnic minority staff, which talks about what feelings might come up, how to mm. handle it, knowing that you can, you know, you can just 
you know, take a break if you need to. You know, as you will know, with certain exercises, we say, if once I've explained this activity, if you don't want to do it, it's totally fine to go and have a break for a bit because we're not about to re-traumatize people. And we talk about asking, you know, employers um, for therapy, if, if possible, post-session, if people are really feeling triggered. So, um, so I think there's, there's a number of things I've said there, but I think primarily it goes back to ensuring, really holding so this is what I say about the energy. This is where the energy comes from. <laughs> it comes from being able to manage um, that person who's got questions or manage that person who says they feel they feel guilty, but at the same time not wanting to pander to them because you know, there's a lesson to be learned here. But also manage that uh, black woman at the back who's really quiet or getting annoyed. It's it's it's. Hmm. I think part of it is experience. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for well over 20 years now. So I just mm -hmm. feel the room. And this is why I don't love Zoom, but, you know, mm -hmm. needs must at times. Yeah. Um, and part of it is, so yeah, that experience, there's practice. And, and there's also those other elements that I mentioned. Just again, knowing that these people and, and their transformation is what's important. So I think that's it, actually, it's really keeping in mind what the transformation is that you want um, the people to experience, but how to do that and but doing that in a safe way. Yeah. Amazing. I think, I think that's um, genuinely really good to hear because I, I imagine whenever, um, a, you, you know, a, 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 someone is looking for, for training and raising mm. training for the organization, mm. um, I imagine some might think about um, how this will impact the general staff um, yeah. but then also um, how the, 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 the staff members of color mm. um, are are held in that space and, and if and if there's a separate protective space um, yeah. and, and and some people um, may not c consider that but I think hearing that you do yeah, yeah. <laughs> as yeah. a facilitator at least yeah that, that, that covers a lot you know of bases yeah 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 it's, it's important you know and I think sometimes what the tendency can be to 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 do is to focus on and I'll just say because we talk race here is to focus mm -hmm. on white people um because you know generally ethnic minorities have lived experience so they won't learn as much because they know through learned experience about some of the things we're talking about um but in focusing on the education of white people sometimes the um the feelings and the emotional um yeah the emotional nature or, or feelings of, of an ethnic minority can get left behind and that's what we don't want to do and that's why we have put those systems yeah. in place yeah there we go there you go. Well, um, Rebecca, uh, I I'm going to stop myself right there um, <laughs> because there's so many other um, Strawberry Words podcast episodes to go. So Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, but and yeah. I I'm going to hear more of you, which would be great. So thank you so much. Thank yeah. you for your very thoughtful questions. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, I, I have more and I will continue to reflect. Um, and yeah, I I'm, re I'm really excited um, uh, to, to, to be co-hosting a few more episodes um, with some other guests as yes. well and hearing um, yeah, for other people's experiences in other industries. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Brilliant. Thank you.